Hello, this is Christine Peterson with A Toolkit for a Better Life. In this podcast, we will focus on how our bodies and our minds work and give you various tips and tricks, tools and techniques for understanding yourself, being happier in yourself and living a better life. Every week, we will discuss different topics that might interest you and help you think differently to change the way you approach life and yourself. We talk about the little things that make a big difference. Hello. Today I'm going to talk about the vagus nerve. There's been a lot of talk about the vagus nerve these days, so I thought we would explore what it is, what it does, why it's so important to us and to our bodies, and how can we help keep it strong and healthy. Before we talk about the vagus nerve, let's first understand a bit about the autonomic nervous system. This is a control system in our bodies that acts largely unconsciously and it regulates our bodily functions such as the heart rate, digestion, our respiratory rate, our urination, our sexual arousal. This system is the primary mechanism that controls our fight or flight response, our stress response. Now, the autonomic nervous system is made up of actually of three systems. The sympathetic nervous system, which controls our fight or flight response. The parasympathetic nervous system, which brings us back into the rest and digest mode. So the opposite of the sympathetic, the parasympathetic. And finally, the enteric nervous system. This is a mesh-like system of neurons that governs the function of our gastrointestinal tract. It's been nicknamed the second brain. And it can and does operate independently of our brain and our spinal cord and our vagus nerve. Very interesting. People are starting to study this more and more and they're starting to find out some amazing things about it. Now, when your brain detects a potential threat or a danger, it flicks the switch to trigger the fight or flight response. So it flicks on the sympathetic nervous system. Now, The vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve in the body. It starts from your brain all the way down to your gut and it passes through your heart, your lungs and your intestines and your intestinal organs along the way. It actually consists of two nerves, one on the right side of your body and one on the left. Now this nerve controls a lot of crucial functions in the body. It controls your digestion, your heart rate, how much you sweat, your speech, the taste, our breathing, the immune response, our mood regulation and reflexes. Like, for example, when we sneeze or swallow or cough. Now, Deborah Jacobs, who's a licensed mental health counsellor and board certified art therapist, states that its most famous responsibility is the crucial role it plays in getting you back to a state of calm after a stressful event. And this is what we want to talk about today. Elizabeth Fedrick, a licensed professional counsellor and founder of Evolve Counselling, says that the main job of the vagus nerve is to help the body transition into the rest and digest state. So 
go from sympathetic to parasympathetic. When it's not functioning properly, it can't do that as quickly or effectively. And this might explain why a 2018 review found that people who have strong vagal nerve activity tend to calm down more easily after a stressful event. But the vagus nerve can sometimes become damaged or dysfunctional, and this is usually due to our age or to chronic stress. And as a result, stressful events may take more of a toll on you, and you may experience symptoms of depression or anxiety because of chronic stress. So more and more research has suggested that stimulating the vagus nerve using various exercises can have a really therapeutic effect by helping to reduce stress and improve our overall well-being, which is great. So there's some exercises we can try, and it's worth learning the different ways to calm our body's stress response, because if we're frequently stuck in the fight or flight mode, it can take a massive toll on our bodies, leaving us feeling physically, mentally, and emotionally depleted. For example, overexposure to stress hormones like cortisol can increase your risk of digestive problems, heart disease, heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure, weight gain, sleep problems, anxiety and depression. And we've spoken about that in another of our episodes on a toolkit for a better life. A therapist living in Denmark called Stanley Rosenberg draws on more than 30 years of experience and he has written a very interesting and useful book called Accessing the Healing Power of the Vagus Nerve, Self-Help Exercises for Anxiety, Depression, Trauma and Autism. I'll put a link to the book in the, in the notes section of the podcast. So that's worth reading. And other exercises you can do are in order to activate the vagus nerve. There are a couple of activities. So there's something called SKY yoga or sky yoga. In fact, it's more of a mindful breathing practice. It's called Sudarshan Kriya Yoga, or SKY, and it's considered one approach to improving your vagus nerve. Research has shown that this practice can have a lot of potential benefits. For example, decrease your heart rate, it improves attention, increases your relaxation, decreases blood pressure, and might even decrease depression and anxiety, especially in people who don't respond to antidepressants. A 2021 study found that this practice can also improve sleep quality. Now, a typical sky session lasts for around 45 minutes and consists of three breathing techniques that are performed at different paces. So if you want to try it, sit down in a comfortable upright position with your eyes gently closed, ideally on a mat or the floor with your legs crossed. Inhale and then exhale on an um, or a woo sound three times. Try to focus the vibration right behind your belly button and pause after each breath to notice what sensations and thoughts and feelings or images come up. According to Jacobs, this creates vibrations in the center of your body that can stimulate the vagus nerve. She also says that the vagus nerve is connected to the muscles in the back of the throat and the vocal cords, so you can mimic the same vibrations achieved by um uh, with techniques like humming or gargling. Another technique, another exercise you can use is called box breathing. 
Now, Frederick says that when your fight or flight response kicks in, your body will respond by quickening your heart rate and your breathing. And the idea behind box breathing is to take longer, deeper and more intentional breaths, which signals your brain that you're safe. In fact, a small 2021 study found that just one five-minute session of deep, slow breathing with an equal inhalation and exhalation helped to promote a balance between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system activity, which helped reduce anxiety. Now, if you want to try box breathing, this is how it works. You start by gently exhaling all the air in your lungs. Then slowly breathe in as you count to four. You hold your breath for a count of four. You slowly exhale for another count of four. And then you hold your breath again for a count of four before starting the cycle all over again with an inhalation as you count to four. I tend to do this four times because it's easy. Four, 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 four. A third exercise you can do is cold water immersion. So exposing yourself to cold water or cold comp compresses can help stimulate the vagus nerve because the shock of the cold water triggers the sympathetic nervous system. A small 2018 study found that applying cold stimulation may slow your heart rate and direct blood flow to your brain. And this may, in turn, help ease stress. The effect was most significant, they said, for cold stimulation in the neck area. With that in mind, Dr. Thomas Adams, a board-certified psychiatrist and psychotherapist with the Menlo Park Psychiatry and Sleep Medicine, suggests the following. So you can either apply a cold compress to the front or the sides of your neck or the center of your upper chest. You can dunk your face in cold water, or you could take a cold shower, or maybe switch to cold water for the last two to five minutes of your shower. Oh, I feel that's a bit excessive, and some people like it. Now, he says that this can have a noticeable calming effect for people who are feeling acutely anxious, upset, or overwhelmed. That's good to know. Very easy, especially when it's warm outside. A fourth exercise would be actually exercise, and especially activities that get your heart rate up, because these offer a great way to tone your vagus nerve. There was a small 2016 study that found that participants who performed one cycling session experienced increased vagus nerve activity. So you can bicycle, you can walk briskly, you can do weightlifting, swimming, pilates, rowing, any cardio training, because that helps you strengthen the vagal nerve because it requires you to work to control your breathing. According to Fedrick, she says, it sends your body into a highly activated state, which then triggers the vagus nerve in order to return to a calmer state. Now, just be careful that you don't overtrain. There was a small 2022 study this year that found that particularly tough workouts, like too much HIIT, high intensity interval training, can put a lot of stress on your vagus nerve. So just a couple of tips. Always listen to your body's limits and make it a point to incorporate breathing and cool downs into your workouts. And finally, be sure to take regular rest days. A fifth exercise you can do is called three-part breathing. A 
2019 review found that regulating your breath through diaphragmatic breathing exercises can lower levels of cortisol, the stress hormone. And one popular diaphragmatic breathing technique is known as the three-part breath. So here's how you can do that. So you either sit tall or you lie flat on your back and you slowly start breathing in through your nose, allowing your belly to expand. So you breathe into your belly, into your stomach. As you continue in inhaling, allow the breath to move into your rib cage. And with the last stretch of your inhale, invite the breath into your upper chest. So you stop at the top, then you slowly exhale, first from the chest, then from the rib cage, and finally from the belly. And then you stop again before you repeat this exercise two or three times. Fantastic. Now, these are some of the exercises you can do, but what are the benefits of stimulating the vagus nerve? Well, a 2013 study of healthy volunteers found that vagal tone or the activity of the vagus nerve may decrease with aging, as we said before. Now, Jacobs says that the vagus nerve function can also be weakened due to life experiences that cause you to get stuck in your habitual responses to stress. And researchers are continuing to explore potential links between the vagus nerve and depression, inflammation, metabolic syndrome, and heart disease. And they have found that vagus nerve stimulation appears to have a number of potential benefits. For example, reduced inflammation. There was a 2018 review that suggests that the vagus nerve plays a part in sensing and suppressing inflammation. As a result, strong vagal activity is associated with being able to better manage inflammation in the body and reducing the risk of inflammatory diseases. So that could actually make vagus nerve stimulation a really helpful part of treatment for certain inflammation-related conditions like rheumatoid arthritis and inflammatory bowel disease, IBD. It can also help reduce epileptic seizures. In fact, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has approved electronic vagus nerve stimulation. It's called VNS. And these are devices that manage epileptic seizures as well as treatment-resistant depression. These devices are implanted in the chest by a healthcare professional and they say, send painless electric impulses through the vagus nerve. A 2019 review found that about half of the people who used one of these devices for two years experienced at least a 50% reduction in seizure frequency. That's really cool. Um, the other thing it can help is better mood regulation and better mental health. Because a strong vagus nerve is associated with reduced inflammation, if you stimulate it, you can reduce stress hormone levels and you can boost mood-regulating serotonin, uh, says Britt Linden, who is a licensed clinical psychologist and founder of Spruce Mind. She says, with all of these factors combined, vagus nerve stimulation has shown very promising and profound benefits for the treatment of anxiety and depression. There was a 2018 review that found that after one year of treatment, 57% of patients with treatment resistance depression responded positively to using a VNS device. And 37% experienced remission from depression. Amazing. 
and emerging evidence also suggests that stimulating the vagus nerve may help with treating post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Stimulating the vagus nerve can also help us improve our interactions and our relationships. According to Jacobs, turning the vagus nerve can help you shift away from the knee-jerk emotional responses and towards those that are less taxing and more beneficial to you, to your internal and external life. She says, building vagal tone may help you recover faster from stress and engage with others in a way that feels more like your authentic self. A strong vagus nerve may also promote calm and relaxation, which can help you feel more present and compassionate which is a state of mind that, of course, absolutely can benefit our relationships. There's a bit less scientific evidence to support these benefits, but Frederick and Jacobs both say that vagus nerve stimulation might also help promote things like improved blood pressure, improved circulation, better sleep, better regulation of your energy expenditure, and even a boosted immune response. So many things just from one very long nerve or two very long nerves. So what is our takeaway for today? Well, the vagus nerve plays a critical role in the autonomic nervous system, especially in switching from fight or flight mode to rest and digest mode. And since this nerve also plays a part in other essential physical and mental health functions, stimulating it through a variety of exercises can possibly help improve your overall well-being. Vagus nerve exercises might not work for everyone, however, so if these techniques don't seem to help ease your stress or anxiety, or they may even make you feel worse, well then, of course, experts recommend working with a therapist who might be able to suggest other personalised strategies for your stress relief. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. You've been listening to A Toolkit for a Better Life, produced by Christine Peterson. For more information and details on how to contact us, please see the podcast description.